Rock Podcast. Midnight, 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 Paco. Midnight, Paco Podcast. Midnight, Paco. Midnight, Paco Podcast. See ya, trucker, blast trucker. Yay. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Midnight Paco Podcast. As always, you can follow me at Justin Fuller Comedy on Instagram. I am the underscore great underscore C-O-R-E-E. You can follow me at Instagram. And you can follow us both at the Midnight Paco Podcast on Instagram. We have a special guest in the house, as you can see. This is Mr. Spike Lou. Where can they find you at? Uh, Social media is all Uncle Lou216, Uncle L-O-U-216. Dope. That's what's up. Everybody, please hit the like, subscribe. Notifications is one. Appreciate everybody out there. Yeah. Episode of the Midnight Pocket Podcast brought to you in part by the Acumen Paralegal Services. Help you help yourself the legal way. The services that they offer, they help with documents that need to be typed. Guardianships, probate, divorce, Wills and trust, complaints, business organization, financial planning, and legal research and writing. Go ahead and give them a call at 216-727-0049 or 216-456-2000. Michelle White will get you right. So what's going on? Appreciate having you on finally. Oh, man, Mr. Spike Glue is in the house. Listen, I'm so excited to be on the Midnight Paco podcast. Look, they gave me a shirt, man. I had to wear the shirt. I, man, like I'm so excited to be on the show. Man. Like I'm a big fan of y'all's for real. Like thank Score. you for being on the show. Appreciate it. Yeah, hey. I like what y'all do. Appreciate thank it. Thank you, man. So, yeah. Thank you. So what I, I like to get everything started off with is uh so I don't wanna put out how old you are, so we'll just ask how how long have you been doing this, sir? First of all, I look good for any age. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> let's, let's start there. Exactly. Uh, look at this gentleman up here. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, I, hey, listen. You, you know what black don't do. You know, crack, you know, baby. You know what don't do. I, uh, I've heard. I've heard. And, and it's funny because tomorrow's actually my birthday, September. Yeah. Hey, happy birthday, bro. Birthday. Thank happy you. Birthday. I'll, I'll be forty-eight years old, man. That's what's up. Forty-eight years old. Um, you say that damn good company, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout, Shout out, out to, to you. Yeah, yes, sir. Clank and a clank. You know what I mean? What's up? Um, but as far as doing comedy, man, I've just been uh, my life, my whole life. Right. You know what I mean? I used to get in trouble for doing this. I get paid. It's right, weird. right. <laughs> you know, so how long has it been since you actually been on stage doing comedy? Uh, I, I don't really count, but I, I would say more than 10 years. Like okay. maybe 12, 13 years, maybe. Dope. Something like that. So you're man. a veteran but like, in, the, in the game. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Uh, shout out to John Bruton. Shout, shout out to John, John Bruton. Bruton. Shout out to John Bruton, man. He had an open mic. I forgot the name of the place. And I went up and I got booed. Really? But here's the thing, like everybody there got booed that night. I got I just got booed less. So okay. There you go. There <laughs> you go. Less. I got booed less than they, everybody else. They liked you just yeah, they, they, yeah. they disliked you just a little bit less. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I won. So, you know, uh so shout out to John Bruton for that, man. Congratulations yeah. on that. You know what I I would like to take a time out to shout out all the Cleveland comics because to me sure I always enough. tell everybody Cleveland is like the Apollo. Yeah. Yeah. You know how you used to go on to Apollo and people got booed? The whole city is like, I was. I always say that because I was at the concert where Charlie Murphy got booed. I was there. They we said Charlie Murphy? They booed Charlie Murphy off stage. It was Mike Epps, Charlie Murphy, and it was a young lady. I can never remember her name, but she was dope. I, wanted, I think her name was Shantae, maybe. Shantae Williams, maybe? No, it wasn't. She, it was before she got... Okay. Um, yeah, she dope. Yeah. yeah, she is. Shout out to Shantae Waynes. But um um and she came out like I don't know what the fuck y'all want me to do. <laughs> like but yeah, we sat there and Charlie Murphy was like, Y'all gonna let me finish? Because I already got paid, so I don't give a fuck. So that's what he said, and he got off stage and we was just sitting there looking at this uh, empty stage for like twenty to thirty minutes, and I was like, I was mad at everybody because he was doing the same thing that he did on the Chappelle show. What do you mean? He was a storyteller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but he Cleveland wasn't telling those stories. He was telling stories, but Cleveland won't joke. Damn, make me laugh again. Ha yeah. <laughs> ha. 
Make me laugh again. And Make me laugh. Out, and shout out to your Charlie Murphy impression. Thank you, man. Yeah, you <laughs> Thank you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, but but that's what it was. And, and he got off stage, and we sat there and watched Ooh, the stage. Charlie Murphy, man. Like, hey, Cleveland is rough. Hey, hold on, hold on. Everyone don't know, but we got Gene Miller in the crib too. He Gene is here. He oh, really here. Hey, Gene, oh, yeah. Gene, yeah. Gene yeah. look at the camera real quick. Go ahead, yeah, give me shit. Go ahead, Put your head in the face. Right yeah, man. Uh oh. Are you gonna come around this way? Uh oh. He yep. hit punchy. punchy. It's official. Take punchy. Look, 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 look at Gene. He's here. Ah, yeah, man. My man Spike Lou, man. Yeah, man. That's you know what I'm saying. Cool, yeah. C. I'm fanning out yeah, right y'all now. Y'all know what time it is, <laughs> man. Let's do it. Yeah. You know he's he's uh, he's up next. He's in the batter. He, he's in the uh. The, the, he's on the the lower deck. He coming up next. Look, you know what? We should probably make it a, a tradition. You know how they used to rub the Apollo the the stump the, the stump on the Apollo. Whoever <laughs> yeah, comes on the punchy. show, they gotta fuck it. They gotta punch punchy. They gotta punch him. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Bah! Yep. and get on the show for good luck. Yeah, well, but uh, yeah. we got Spike Lou in the house, man. Yeah, and man. and um, when I first started doing comedy, um, let me see. I talked to Burner. Okay. He's one of my frat bros. Okay. And I'll say, yo, Burner, I'm doing comedy. Spike turn. It's a little bit more towards you. You can bend it. Yeah. yeah I said, yo, Burner, I'm doing comedy. Um, you know, any advice? Because I know he was doing comedy. And he yeah. said, he gave me some names. <laughs> and, he, and this is what Burner told me. He right. said, Jamel Burner Rankins. He said, don't let the laughs get to you. Mm-hmm. Don't let the lack of laughs get to you. That's what he told me. Great advice. I still right. keep that and I pass that on. And he said, here goes some cool people to know in the game. He gave me Anthony Mayo, Aunt Morrow. He said, Spike Lou. He gave me Jin Jin. <laughs> and I reached out and I met everybody that he named because they was on my bucket. Everybody that he named, I looked up and researched. And Spike Lou was one of them. I met him at a pizza shop. Giovanni's was it? Was it? Where was the pizza shop at? I don't know, man. I'm, I'm a big foodie, so I'm subject to. Eat any, <laughs> <laughs> I just got hit the Angelos on the West Side. I just it, got hit the Angelos. It, it was one of Milton Wiley's shows. Okay. Oh yeah, uh, Giovanni's out in uh, Euclid. Oh, Euclid. Yep. I, and, and I don't know if you remember yeah. or not, but I was like, "Yo, Spike, I'm cool. See, <laughs> I just wanted to meet you, man. <laughs> I, I said that at Giovanni's, yeah. and he was like, "All right, bro. Yeah, yeah." He was like, yeah, all right, yeah, yeah. You, oh, you do comedy? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> no, nah, he was cool, man. He, he you was, know what's funny, though? I'm going to tell you, like, because we, we just regular people. Like, people are just people. 100%. But it's funny, like, once you put a camera in front of a person long enough, suddenly their opinion matters more. Right. Or you know what I'm saying? Or I don't know. It's weird, man. Like I got a free pizza one time. <laughs> like this lady, <laughs> I appreciate the love, but she kind of got fired behind that. Like you know what I'm saying? Uh, everyone knows that they can get away with that. The yeah, jobs. She gave, hey, shout out, man. Like she, she always get free tickets to any mushrooms. Right, fresh she benefit. She sent me a free pizza, man. Like, oh, it's just, oh, it's different. It's, it's an adjustment. I can tell you that it's an adjustment. All right, so we got Gene Miller and we got Spike Lou in the house. Spike Lou has. <laughs> A comedy special that you could tune in on. That's right. And it's on Tubi, right? Mm-hmm. Mama Lulu's comedy tour that was shot here in Cleveland, Ohio. It had it was featuring Spike Lou, Gene Miller, and L O L Brielle. And Kevin my, Ford. And yep, Kevin, Kevin Ford. Ford. Yeah, shout, shout out to Kevin, Kevin Ford. Ford. Yeah. And that was a great show. If y'all haven't seen it, y'all gotta tune in and watch it. Tune in and watch that. If you if you like laughing, right. that's what you would do. You'll tune in and watch that. Yeah. Shout out to Claire Rain Management, man. They put that together. Mitchell Hawkins, the Vita Hawkins, the Hawkins family, man. They put that together. So shout out to them. Right. Yeah. What made you? Why? Okay, you did the special. What made you say you had to do it here in Cleveland? Well, like I said, Claire Rain Management, man. They um, they hit me up, presented the opportunity. Like, hey, you know, we want to do a, a a high end type of show, and they were really looking. Like their vision was more or less to, um. I guess uh, augment the the comedy show experience. Okay. And they had live band and they had comedy and they had food vendors and they had just like it was a it was a uh, it was an experience. Yeah. They want to do that, you know what I'm saying? They was like, and we want you to headline it. And immediately my heart dropped. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. From then on, I had one very long anxiety attack. You know what I mean? Um, 
And uh, to be honest, man, like I didn't want to, I didn't want to, I felt like I'd, I'd be a, a light hog if I didn't share it. I'm not, my network is too strong. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And uh, let's take, I'm going to take a little bit of explaining to do this. Oh. So even when trying to pick who I wanted to be on the show with me, I knew so many great comedians, yeah, local comedians. Right. We had to have auditions. It okay. was only a fair thing to do. Okay. You know I, I remember that was going on. Yeah, we had we had auditions, man. So we did that, and uh, and the people picked who you saw. Um, man, everybody kept saying, "No, get Gene. You need Gene." And I didn't even know Gene like that. Okay. I'm gonna be honest. Gene offered me two hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> no bullshit. He offered me like, "Hey, look, man, I'm just like these two fifty. No, man, we gonna do this the right way." That's you know? a lie. But um, we was at um. <laughs> Uh, Bliss Bistro. It's called Cousins now. Our new Shout out to Bliss Bistro, man. The people there every week because we kept inviting folks back, you know, round for round, whatever. And they kept saying, "No, nah, you need Gene. You got to get Gene." And it's like so we got Gene. You know what I mean? And uh, LOL Brielle. Shout out to LOL Brielle. Yeah, Eastside Productions. Like, and I wanted, and, and to be honest, man, the way I wanted to be structured, I thought about how Snoop first album. He had Lady of Rage. Snoop was not the first person to rap on his album to kick off his career. Snoop right. wasn't the first person to rap. Right, it right. was Lady of Rage. He had a lady blessed bless mm. first. You know what I'm saying? So in that same mindset, I was like, nah, Bree gotta go first. Bree gotta go first. You know what I mean? And kick the dough in, man. Like even if you if you type in uh mommy's Lou, you'll see Bree's picture there. Right. Mm. You know what I'm saying? She kicked in the door for everybody. You know right. what I'm saying? And I closed Gene to his thing, Kev, and I closed it out. Like it was a great experience, man. It yeah. was an amazing experience. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I mean, I, I made it my business to watch it because, you know, my theory is that's that's one of y'all that's you. <laughs> as, as one of my one of my um one of my things is, you know, I support people, and I'm like, I ask comedians all the time, like, right. y'all never watch Lulu's tour, Mama Lulu's tour? Why not? I'm like, we got to change that, for real. Cleveland Comedy and Cleveland Entertainment, we got to start supporting our own. I'm like, so why you didn't see it? I said, so how many people you know has a comedy spe special that you can actually reach out and touch? Right. It's got a comedy special. Right. That you know, like, why are you not watching that? So I, I also got to practice what I preach, and I, and I saw it like a couple of times. Right. Appreciate that. Yeah, yeah absolutely, man. And it's like, yo, and then it, you know, and and when I was doing my thing at Grown Ups, man, you know, I I, I got a lot of no's. Right. <laughs> but I got a lot of yeses, and and, and the yeses is to me what counts. Right. 100%. Spike Lou came. He represented for me. Yeah. Gene yeah. Miller came on a couple of times and represented for me because, you know, I, hey, like I say, these guys are the truth. You know, Cleveland Comedy is on the rise. Godfrey. <laughs> Seven, seventh time he's called Godfrey out. I mean, I'm just saying I, I had to call Godfrey out because I was on his live and he was like, okay, Cleveland Comedy is on the rise. No, bro. <laughs> you got to put some spec on it. Seven times. Seven, <laughs> seven at least. You gotta put some spec on it. We, I, I, I put my, I put Cleveland Comics up against the world. Period. Nah, for real, man, and I, and I mean that. In all respect to legends and every, like literally everybody, I don't, I honestly don't care who you, who you get. I, I mean, you talking about Cleveland? You talking about Cleveland being tough? I, I, I ain't had no problems. Listen, man, I'm from the era. <laughs> the way I grew up was roasting. I grew up <clears> in too. the '90s on St. Clair, going to Lincoln West. And FDR or St. Clair, bro. I was poor. There's gonna be you could listen, man. If you Google me, you'll see a, sh a, a, a picture of me in fourth grade. It was a class picture. You know how niggas have polo sweaters with the horse and all that. It was just a dude walking with a hammer. That was it. He wasn't a polo. This nigga was solo. This is a real picture. I had a Jerry curl in a solo sweater, nigga. <laughs> you had to learn how to write, nigga, to survive. Hello. Bro. This, is, this shit was. This wasn't hey. about jokes, nigga. This is not getting beat up on the bus. Going home. Hey. I, I got the roast this nigga back. Yeah, I swear with a nigga with a hammer. He was just walking with the hammer. I swear Look, I, I, I would pull up the picture. Look, I, I, I'll pull up the picture. I'm, I'm, I'm the same way. I'm the same way. Nigga, I had to roast niggas, man. I'm the same way. Look, I wasn't swinging like, like, like Spike Lou, but after getting roasted so many times, you had to learn to fight back. Oh, yeah. My, my junior high school, I had a black pair and a white pair of orbits. 
Nobody never heard of those. It's orbits. <laughs> <laughs> they were shoes. They was it was orbits. They were shoes called orbits. Ooh. So you know I got roasted, right? <laughs> you know I got roasted. <laughs> Come on now. Hey. Hey, you had two pair of them? I had a white pair and a black. <laughs> let me get them and let me get them. The worst thing <laughs> you could wear was the XJ nine hundred. I had some I had some orbits. That was a grocery store shoes, man, the XJ nine hundreds, bro. And I thought I was clean with my orbits. For every occasion. I, I've never, that's I gotta, what it was. Okay, so uh, so that's <laughs> so if follow them on Instagram. <laughs> look, so and so look, so come come to my show, talk crap if you want to. I wore orbits. That's all I'm saying. That's, that's, period. That's all I'm saying. I wrote. I I, I wore pro wings. At least that was like a name brand. Yeah, off brand. I, I ain't you know? even never heard orbits. I feel pretty good about my pro wings now. I, don't I have some orbits. Orbits. Orbits, bro. O r b i t s. Orbits. Listen, man. I'm gonna tell you something real, man. I say this all the time. And I say this with so much respect, so much admiration, so much just like legendary love. Lazy Bone from Bone Thugs and Harmony is one of the coldest roasters you will ever meet in your life. Shout out to Lazy. Man, we went to, to I went to school with them. And we wasn't necessarily friends, but we knew each other. You know what I mean? But, right. man, them cats would roast you. I'm talking, it, you know how like Tom and Jerry, when they run up and just be on site, they just start stealing on you? That's how he would roast you. It'd be months later. <laughs> Months later, there you go. Like, that's the era I came from, man. So, right. we talking about roasting and all that, man. Like, it was survival of the fittest for real. Usually, the battle rapping on you was roasting, you know what I'm saying? That's the era I came from, man. So, that's when I say my team from Cleveland can go to any city and roast anybody, and I don't care, man. I'm dead serious, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm you know, I came, I, I, I tell people. I'm from the basement, you know. My barber, I used to have hair. I wasn't always bald, goddamn it. Yeah. I used to have hair. My barber cut for the money team, okay. And we started out in that basement there, so you had to. You was getting sniped from all ends if you came in there. Ooh. So it was like, I you had to sink or swim. I became a swimmer, and then he, yeah. you know, it's tropical storm on Buckeye. You know that's where I'm from. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. Sink or swim with the roast. Y'all ain't got shit on the mean streets of Erie, PA, dog. Where they don't you wash their right? windows. <laughs> <laughs> Draw me off in Erie. I roast everybody. Look, respectfully. No, respectfully, the, the art no, of roasting man. is what I'm talking about. Nah, the art, nah, the art nah. of roasting. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. I don't mean the no harm. No. What I'm saying is we're going to talk about them orbits. <laughs> 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 them niggas had the ultimate buddies. <laughs> the ultimate. Okay, they made the song up of our buddies. They cost a dollar ninety nine, buddies. They make your feet feel fine, buddies. Stop, G Miller. G Miller. Grocery store shoes. Hey, shit. Hey, look. Look. Bring me back. Look. Hey. 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 What yeah, no, no grip on them? Right, your soul was crazy. <laughs> I was sliding like I had pot on the floor. Slide some oil and you moonwalk back home. <laughs> <laughs> Need another water? I'm good, man. Uh, yeah. Hey, so hey, Gene Miller. So you, I mean, not Gene Miller. I'm sorry, Spike Lou. You said you were doing comedy for like ten years. Yeah, ten, ten, ten. Or man, better. just just yeah. tell me like. What were some of your comedy influences, famous and unfamous, like local and famous? Like, because I know for a fact I got some people that m maybe not be well known around the world, but they influenced me in yeah. comedy. Um, um, well, first I would say, man, I'm not the funniest person in my family. Like my, go, family, right? my, my family is crazy. Matter of fact, my cousin uh, Nikki, she just went viral for um, every every school year. She does a um, a PowerPoint presentation on how, you know, what's not going to happen. And this ain't that as far as kids, you know, adjusting to the new school schedule or whatever. And she was just on the Today Show. Nice. Because of it. You know, you know really? Shout out to Nikki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she, her and her son, Kai. Um, Kai's a great kid, man. He plays football. He's a good kid. Dope. And, um, Shout out to you know, I'm not the funniest person in my family, man. Like my father, the reason I named my first album, I mean, seriously, because that's what he'd always say. Like he'd, he'd crack a joke and be like, I mean, seriously. Like, and he would always say that. 
So I made my first album, I mean, seriously. Um, my Uncle John, like, anytime I say some, you know, dirty old man stuff, I'm channeling my Uncle John. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not the funniest person. My cousin John John, I wish John John could get on one of these stages, man. Right. Y'all don't know my cousin John, but trust me, man. I'm not the funniest person in my family. Right, there's people. You know? yeah, yeah, I'm just, I'm not, you know what I mean? But, um, and my sister. I can roast everybody on earth except my sister. I feel you. I can't do it. My sister, too. I just can't, I can't do it, you know what I mean? But um, I get everybody a, in my family. Yeah, it's just like, you know, it's just, it's just in me to crack jokes. Like I, like I say, man, I've lost jobs. I'm, like, for real, because I'm very I, petty. I know the like, feeling. Very sharp-witted and, and petty, too. Like, that shit don't mix all the time. Right. <laughs> you know? But now it worked out, I get paid. I don't know. So who are some of your, like, uh, like famous influences? Like, give me, like, a, a top five Mount Rushmore, maybe. Oh, got to be Richard Pryor. You got the trifecta. You got Richard. Um, Red Fox, Richard, Eddie. Right? Three? Um, Two yeah. more? Uh, I forgot who my fourth was. I gotta think about that fourth. The last one was D. Ray Davis. Shout out to D. Ray. It's D. Ray Davis. I can't think of the fourth one was, but D. Ray Davis, man, like that dude. Um, I feel like he don't get enough shine, to be honest. Just as a fan, looking at, you know, but D. Ray had me. I, I died at a D. Ray concert, man. <laughs> I'm not. You can tell. Ask my wife, man. I would laugh so much. I stopped breathing <laughs> and didn't care that I stopped breathing. Right, right. I couldn't stop laughing. Right. I was about to die at D-Ray show, man. Yeah, D-Ray is hilarious. It's good doing comedy and still going out and watching other people do comedy, right? Yeah, yeah. some you of the comics I mean? that don't watch other comics. Yeah, no, I, I, man, dude. I just saw them at the um, at the Fox Theater in Detroit, man, and I just sat back and just critiqued the show, and it was beautiful, man. They, at the end of it, they had ju uh, uh, Juvenile. Juvie came out. Oh, man. Back and that they, thing up. Yeah, man, and, and they just, it was like they did a show oh. and they understood they understood the lineup as it pertained to the culture and the demographic of the people that was there. Okay. Like you can tell they studied who, who was going to be there and they gave them what they wanted and they closed it with Juvie. Back that nice. thing. Like, I'll, be, I'll be studying shit, man. Yeah. One of my faves back in the day. <laughs> yeah. No, that no, that's that's dope and that's that's tough. But you know, here here's the thing, you know, and I and I t and I tell you this, like outside of comedy. Mm. You also is connected to these youth yeah. out here in the streets of Cleveland. Yeah, man. And, and we need a we need to have a, co a connection of, of of you know I always say a positive male active role model. Yeah. And that's it's kind of rare in the city of Cleveland, but you are one of those because you in these schools. Yeah. You working right. with these kids. Yeah. It, that's it. important. I mean, like your your comedy is dope. I'm a fan of your comedy, but you know it's like. Like, you know, you make me laugh, but it's like, in addition to that, you like also preventing a, a you from going down the wrong path or you showing them another way. Right, yeah. big time. Because you like connected to them. Like, t can you tell us or touch on some of that that you do in the school system? Yeah, like, what, what exactly do you do? Well, currently I'm a behavior specialist. Okay, so uh, what is a behavior specialist? So behavior specialist is basically... Um, then with moods and attitudes, you know, to, to <laughs> simplify it, you know. Mm -hmm. What but age range? I got middle school. Okay. I got the sixth grade. Yeah. But, um. Hormones baby men. all day. They baby men. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, the girls, right? too, man. The girls, they, they you know, yeah. all of them as a, as a unit, man, kids just go through it, man. Right. Um, man. What I learned is they just need somebody to listen. That's it. They need mm -hmm. somebody to listen to them or for them to listen to you? Both. Both. Because, like, some... At some point, man, uh, they feel like adults have this hierarchy and they're pointing shame right, at right. you and just did right. you, you, you. Right. right. You know what I mean? And, and these kids just ain't on it. These kids are a complete factory reset. Everything you know about the youth, mm. forget about it. It's uh, a brand new day. Right. It's a brand new day. We work for them. Right. And the sooner we understand that, we will be better off, man. We work for them. Now, they ain't going to run up on us. Right. But you know what I'm saying? Real talk, man, and, and these kids, and, and they're so advanced, and and uh, absolutely, and they're curious, but they don't know what questions to ask. Right, and then and then the problem is a lot of it, man. To be honest, you get old older cats like our age, and they're bitter, right? Because they window closed, so they try to ride right. down on the right, right, right. You ain't you know got nothing. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you know what? I hate when Noriega do this, but I'm gonna do it right now. <laughs> 
this dude got Uncle Lou two one six on his glasses right <laughs> Like look, let's give him a brr, brr, brr for that right quick. He got he got his name Uncle Lou two one six on his glasses, but shout out to that. <laughs> no, not taking away from what you were saying, but um, that's some dope stuff, and and that's real, bro. Um, like I said, I was wasn't the best student. I'm a tenth grade dropout. I didn't have no Uncle Lou. I didn't have. You know, I had guidance counselors. I used to go suspended from my, my uh, what, what they call them? Like, they had the principals, and then they had ISS, the assistant yeah, principals. OSS, yeah, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. OSS. In-house suspension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, I, you know, I didn't have nobody in between. So, like, you know, shout out to you and salute to you for doing that and for being there for these kids, man. And, and, that, and yeah. that's dope. Yeah, you, you know, it's different coming from somebody else. You know what I mean? Because yeah. everyone, you know, nobody wants to listen to their parents. Shit, I tell my wife stuff, and she'll listen to her somebody else telling her the same thing. You know what yeah, I mean? So nobody, you know, they got to hear from somebody else. If I can, if I can give y'all a little bit of game as parents, your kids are not gonna listen to you. Right? You are the corniest, lamest, <laughs> wackest, get the fuck out my facest person that they've ever met in their life. My son yeah. thinks I'm pretty goddamn. Now, cool. Uncle Junior. <laughs> Is the coolest nigga ever. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And yeah. even though you help Uncle Junior raise and become the man right. he actually is, yeah. what you saying ain't talking about nothing. But right, I'm saying right. everything, it's cross-promotion. Right, That's right, all right. it really is. It's cross-promotion. Yeah. My nieces listen to Uncle Lulu. Like, you know what I'm saying? My, I, I ain't going to say no name. But I got nieces listening to me that want to listen to their mom or daddy. Right. True. Facts. And vice versa. My daughter, my kids don't listen to shit I'm saying. Right. Right. But my auntie pull up and it's, oh yeah, I get what you say. Like, yeah. it's just cross-promotion, man. That's the beautiful thing about having real family around you because you create that village and there's a there's a bubble there that kids know that they're safe and they can go ahead and speak their mind even if i can't tell mm-hmm. dad i can tell unc right. right i can tell big cuz right. you know what right. i'm saying yeah You're like it's, it's just like that man and so even inside the schools i try to recreate that um that village or, or become a part of that village because i got a great i got a great bunch of co-workers i work with like even mm-hmm. my boss my boss 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 they're, you know what I mean? Right, like, right, really right. here for the kids. Man. Yeah. So I feel real blessed in my position. Right. But um, that's what it's all about. You just got to create the venture. And you don't have to be perfect. Right. You no. Whatever you do, help them kids. Yeah. If you, listen, if you if you drink, if you like to drink, some of these kids are tasting drink. Y'all remember back in the day niggas drank Cisco? Cisco, <laughs> Thunderbird, <laughs> Arbor, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all remember Thunderbird with Kool-Aid. 15, 16 years old drinking Cisco. Boom, so even even, <laughs> James. even if that's what your thing is, you can coach those kids. Hey man, not right now. Right, it's yeah. gonna be here. Yeah. And, and plus you're drinking crap. Right, you know right, what I'm saying? Right, drinking right. rock gut liquor. Yeah. Rock gut, like whatever it is, man. Shit, you, they're taking from their do, parents. They're thinking. <laughs> yeah, and the biggest thing I can tell, I talk a lot, man. So you got to forgive me. No, no that's why you're here. The yeah, biggest thing I can tell anybody, especially any black men, not to exclude anybody, but especially black men. Go up to any school. I don't care who, if it's your niece's school, your cousin, I don't care, and say, how can I help? Just go to the front desk. Hey, how can I help y'all today? First of all, everybody, I was going to get fucking I, I never, I never even thought about That's doing it. That's all you right. got to do. Even if you, there are ways, there are ways for you to, to get what you want accomplished if that's in your heart. Right, right, right. It's biblical at a point. Right. God Absolutely. doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the call. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I don't have no degree in this. I got a degree in graphic design. I can make a hell of a flyer. There you go. Right. <laughs> you there know you what go. Right. I'll fly your ass off. Right, you know what I'm right. saying? You like a superstar in a month. You know? But it's, it's just one of those things you get called to, man. But I would tell any anybody... Especially black men, but anybody though, for real, just say if it's really in your heart, how can I help? Right. That's it. Right. That's it. And, yeah. And that's it. It's tough, man. People, you know, there's a lot of things people say they want to do, and you go to work, you come home, you're like, cook dinner, yeah. and you're like, yeah, I think I'm just gonna relax, take a shower. <laughs> it's tough, man. Especially if you go to the gym, work out, yeah. trying to keep your body in shape. That's a that's another thing. It's People, you know, to try and do extra things. In do life, extra things. You know, I, I get what you're saying. Like, stuff, you know, yeah, doing yeah. extra things outside of work. You yeah, know, yeah, especially yeah, me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you got to really have the call. That's yeah. what I'm you gotta, saying. You got to have this on your heart. You yeah, know, 100%. This is, yeah. This is very, what they say, the, uh, the harvest is great, but the laborers are few. Right? Yeah. That's but, a real thing. But, but, yeah, but, no, but, but, but the, you know, to piggyback on what you're saying, if it's in your heart to do something or try to want to make a difference, like you know, if maybe on your vacation days, if you ain't doing nothing, yeah, go up to the school. You and, go one day out the month. 
Right. Like literally one day. Dude, Planet, it, yeah. It, it's so it's so needed in these schools. I just have a, a glitch to where I can't take anything seriously. <laughs> so I, I got to crack a joke at every point. There's nothing I can't make fun of. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so for me personally, it's like, okay, I can help these kids and it fuels my, I got, I got material. Oh, right. all day. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I can talk yeah. about the kids and, because these kids are rank on you, man. They, they say some real oh, shit. Oh, I'm too. sure they will. Oh, yeah. yeah. The kids don't hold back. Yeah. They, they, and that's the thing about it. They're so brutally honest. <laughs> Brutal. They're not really disrespectful. They're just brutally honest. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you know? they're at that, that age, for one, they don't care. Yeah. Two, they kind of respect you, but they're going to tell you. They're going to test yeah, you. Like little dude said to me, he said, Mr. Wilson, how are you bald and eat a haircut? <laughs> Ain't that? They tell you what you need to hear. They tell you what you want to hear. They tell you how you bald and you need a haircut. How you bald and need a haircut? You need to fix. Because I didn't shave it today, son. I called my barber and fixed it. They keep you sharp. Hey, yeah, you keep you sharp. Yeah, that's that's how I used to be for me. Like, like I I used to cut school a lot, but mate, you best believe when I came back, I was fresh and crispy. Line up, fade. Dude. New shoes, ready to, ready for whoever wanted to rank. I was ready for you. Bruh, if you if you went to high school in the nineties, you had to be razor sharp. Yeah, you had to look like a uh, like you had your own sitcom every day. You had to, man. Like it was for real. Like it was real, man. Like I remember. Now I'm not even joking. And it's funny somebody else mentioned it because I thought it was just me. People would sneak into the school. To either watch the rank sessions or the rap battles. <laughs> the rank sessions or the rap battles. In Lincoln West, man, in the 90s, people would sneak into the school to either see the rank sessions or the rap battles. No, but but check this out. Like, it was crazy, man. <laughs> Before Facebook and Instagram, you know what it was? Hmm. Go sharpen your pencil. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So people can see your it's fit. Like you show off the fit. Yeah, yeah. your shoes. <laughs> like, yeah. I wasn't that guy, go man. Shot, <laughs> I shot my pencils before I got to school. Go shop for your pencils so you can show off your fit, your yeah, lineup, yeah. and your get up, your yeah. shoes. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. I just got, I got up because I didn't want to deal with nothing. I tried to buy some more time and listen to the teacher. <laughs> uh, nah, man. It was it was real back in the day, man. Because, like, that's when crack hit. And so you had, like, every 13-year-old had $10,000. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty saying? much. It was up. You know what I mean? Pretty much. You know, so you was either rich or you was poor. Like, there was no middle class in high school, bro. So, so, so as far as your comedy, like, who would you say um, influenced you in comedy? Uh, my father. Okay. The first, first and foremost, my father. I used to think my father and Richard Pryor was the same person. I really did. Man, How for so? Like a, for a good, they just, they was just similar. Yeah. They was just very similar. Like I could show you pictures of my dad with the Jerry curl and the mustache, and he kind of looked like Richard Pryor. Yeah. And then he had a buddy, uh, Larry. Shout out to Larue. <laughs> Larue Ski to his Polish friends. <laughs> That's what he said. I'm Larue. Larue Ski to my Polish friends. And a national flair. That's hilarious. Like, <laughs> Laru Ski. You talking shit, man. That's my godfather, man. Laru. Yeah. But Laru actually looked like Richard Pryor. Wow. So I'm like, am I related to Richard Pryor? Like, it was weird. It's it's a weird thing, man. Yeah. My father's the first person, man, because Wayne Wayne, like, he he really didn't take anything seriously. Mm. Like, even almost to his detriment. Mm. Like, he didn't take anything seriously. He had a punchline for everything. And I'm a little more mature than he was. Mm-hmm. All right, so so <laughs> just a little, little bit. So your, little bit. your comedy style, like if you was to go on tour with somebody, like who would you say you would be? You would not saying your comedy is like that person, but who would you fit into that groove with? Going on tour, I like to go on tour with Eddie B. Comedy. Eddie B. Comedy. Yeah, he does. He does a teacher's thing okay. where he. Uh, he talks about like uh, you know working in the schools and the things you go through working in the schools and mm-hmm. you know the kids and like he even does like these uh, these viral clips of news news clips about this, something that happened in the school whatever you know maybe a, a teacher showed up drunk or whatever Whoa. and he would clip and make his his uh, punchlines to it. Okay, but I would like to be on like if he if he did a tour I would like to be on that tour. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For for those that don't know like me I'm gonna look him up. Eddie B. Yeah, Comedy. Yeah, I never heard of Eddie Yeah. Yeah, he, he does like a teacher's only tour. Okay. Because, listen, man, the teachers, 
That's an entire community. Oh, and I'm it's sure. a worldwide community. Like it's almost like Beyonce fans and then teachers. You know, it's, it's funny. Like, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's funny about yeah. that. Is because I used to work for the school district because I used to drive the school bus. Okay. But I used to go to the, the Christmas parties and yeah. be all the teachers. Yeah, and there used to be teachers there when I was in fucking high school or mm-hmm. middle school, and I, and they'd still be there again. Fucked up, yep. dog. You <laughs> got to, man. Oh my God! Listen, man. Listen, man. I don't, I don't know who, can, I don't know who can put this together, but every teacher said drink at least once a month for free. <laughs> And uh, I mean, tops oh, yeah, don't I don't, them. They I don't, don't know, right? Oh, yeah. I can see why. At, every bar needs at least one day, man. Yeah. One good Friday to where teachers can get fucked and up. I couldn't even imagine. I, I, oh, wait, yeah, you yeah. know what? I, in my opinion, I think that uh, people that uh, work in produce, <laughs> nurses. Work in produce. Yeah, work in produce. <laughs> <laughs> like, like food. How stressful is produce, man? Is it bad out there? It's important. Okay. Without it, we will die. <laughs> That's All important. Right. I'm just talking about stress levels, man. No, no, but I'm I'm just saying like the highest paid skilled thing should be produce. Highest skilled paid. Oh yeah. I produce, uh-huh. nurses, teachers. Those should be the top of the line Ooh. job. Produce, cause cause without we need produce, hey, we hey, need hey, it. Raised, yo. We, 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 we need produce, and, and you know what? Like you know when you go into it, you know a difference between a a a. a a like a save a lot and maybe a Zagara's or something like that. When you go into those stores and you see those, you see somebody polishing each apple with a rag. It's a difference, you know, that actually cares for the the, the display of produce. It's stuff stuff that we take for granted. Because I went into a save a lot and I wanted some salad stuff, and it was like gnats and maggots all over the tomatoes. <laughs> and I told the young lady, "It's gnats and tomatoes all gnats uh, and maggots all over the tomatoes." And she looked at me like. So what you telling me for? Right. You know what I'm saying? She's you know, she ain't she worried about that shit. <laughs> she put up what they brought in. What I'm saying is, <laughs> produce is important. That's what we yeah, but are taking our, don't think about, in our body. But that young ass kid something. don't give a fuck. But if the young ass kid was getting paid $35 an hour, they, she might give a fuck. They might for a while. For a while. For yeah, a while. Go a couple checks and yeah. like, I don't really need this. Right. Yeah, but I'm just saying, produce, nurses, and teachers. Yeah, I hear you. They, 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 you know, because we need somebody to, to actually, like, they're our future. They're our future nurses and doctors and people that's going to care for us when I we get old. You, I've seen Grey's Anatomy. Let me, let me tell you this, man. Like, Freaks. working in the schools, what we really need to help these kids with is STEM. It's uh, science, technology, Engineering and math. Right. Gene, I'm going to throw this water at you. <laughs> if you don't sign this, that phone, man. You see, scrolling through TikTok. <laughs> they, they, they need to focus on STEM and trades. STEM and trades. Oh, oh put it yeah. on silent, man. <laughs> 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 he got the right answer on his man. That's from Columbus, man. So, so what? I always like to uh, ask this question. Uh, you you got into it about 10, 12 years ago. So what made you, at what point in your life were you like, you know what? I'm, about, I'm about to do this. I can do this for a living. Or even try to even start. Question, man. It was uh, D-Hawk. Shout, Shout out to, to D-Hawk. D-Hawk, man. D-Hawk was the first person to pay me to do comedy. He paid me $5. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> he did, man. No, Hawk was a real. Listen, man. Hawk was. He's been a real one, man, for like a very long time, man. Yeah, like, still is. I'm gonna be yeah, honest yeah, with you, yeah, like shit. the way Cleveland rock with each other, that's post D Hawk. Mm. Before D Hawk, it wasn't even really a comedy scene. Like, really, for mm. real, like. I mean, you had a few people. No diss. I'm not dissing to anybody. I'm not. Right, right, right. But what it is now wasn't that prior to D Hawk. Shout, so, shout, yeah. D-Hawk. But um. Yeah, so he would do uh, the Dog Pound Grill on St. Clair. Mm. And uh, it'd be me, him, Jin Jin, uh, I Holla. Oh, I Holla. Uh, I love everybody you just named. Yep. Burner, Shout out to Burner. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of us, man. And we would go, oh, oh, Don C. I don't know if y'all know Don yeah. Sear, man. Yeah, shout out to Don C. Hey, Don, Don Sear is like this, this like big white dude, right? Like He's like a cocky white dude, right? And Don Shear told a whole bar full of black people to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> and they did it. 
Don C, man. That's my, that's my guy. He don't play around. But uh, that's why I cut my teeth, man, because a lot of times they weren't there for comedy. Right. So you had to, like, command the crowd. Like, you had to do crowd work and talk about this, that, and third. Mm. You know, so. That's they, tough. Yeah, it was tough. That bar yeah. crowd is a totally uh, different yeah, story. They when they're not there for comedy, <laughs> they don't give it. When it's Taco Tuesday, they don't right. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. yeah Dollar shots and all they're that. They're, 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 they're showing up. Yeah, they're showing up for the evening, not for yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're shooting pools and all that. They don't care. But, so, okay, but. Shout out to Ark and how you got started within it. But at what point, when you like sitting on the couch or what job, or were you like, you know what? Or did somebody say, hey, just come here and do this? And no, that was it. Yeah, that was it? Walk. Yeah, just okay. Because it'll be every week. Like every week we showed up. First of all, it started at Swerve Grill. It started at Swerve Grill. I'm okay. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. Okay. So we had Swerve Grill. And sometimes, man, people not only heckle, but they try to heckle to where they want to take over the show. Mm. Right. So like we doing our bit, whatever, everybody going up, whatnot. And it's these two dudes by the bar and they just overly talking loud. Okay. You can just tell they want to be being that yeah. 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 So by the time I got up, I made them niggas part of the set. <laughs> I did my little one too, ha ha he he's the woman the crowd. And I just went in on the niggas, man. And I'm talking about it got so bad the one dude was like, Meet me outside. Okay. okay. I'm like, what's outside that ain't right here? Right, you know what, right. what you want to do? You know what I mean? So once it was like that. I was like, yeah, I could do this. Okay. <laughs> I could do this. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I get paid. I, I could do this. Right. You know what I mean? Okay. Because the crowd was with me. And they was like, what you do for a living? I was like, I work in the school. And the place erupted. Because they were trying to enjoy the show. Right. And the yeah. one dude, man, the one dude, I said he was dressed like Eddie Murphy for Boomerang. You <laughs> 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 see? Nigga, nigga had the Johnny Gill. Uh, nigga had the Bill, the Bill Bellamy. Uh, one of my favorite movies. High top and shit. You know what I mean? Shout out to Bill Bellamy. I'm just saying. Yeah, right. just it's one of my influences. Just a reference. Uh, and the other dude was dressed like Tommy from Martin. Whoa. I'll let that nigga, I'll let that nigga have it, man. Because they was trying to talk to some ladies, you know what I'm saying? I was right. like, why are you talking to him? He ain't even got no job. Nigga, I was roasting these niggas, man. I let them have it, man. So once I did that, I was like, yeah, I could do this. No. Oh yeah, <laughs> and, to do this. Oh yeah, you know? and so you've been. Oh, that's a, that's what's up, man. See, look, I, I like to look at see where people started from because you know that's ten, twelve years ago. I know how old you are now, so it's just like yeah. at what point in your age, you know, in your life, do you like okay, I'm gonna pursue this and start. To, I mean, we all have jobs and careers and things we gotta do outside of this to pay the bills, obviously. But to actually, I give you, I give you one. Uh, and not to name drop, but fuck it. Sam hey. Silk. Okay. Shout out to Sam Shout Silk. Out to Silk. Big brother Sam Silk. Man. Okay. Once I was doing video, like I do video and stuff. Like, okay. Man. So I was doing video for them at Radio One, you know, saying all of that. And then one day, I guess just in conversation, I crack jokes. Like, this is my life. This is, I can't take nothing seriously. Right, right, right. 100%. So one day he just looked at me almost, I'm almost disgusted. He's like, man, when are you going to start doing comedy? Damn. And it hit me because now you got to consider the source. Right. You know, this guy's legendary radio. Radio personality. Everybody. Yeah. Right. So he just seen the levels of, you know. So for him to not only mention that, but mention it as if I'm wasting my life and talent. Right. Right. I got to do this shit. Yeah. 100%. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I have to. Yeah. Right. And he, he cussed me out uh, about a year ago, last summer. Because I was just like, you know, um, you know, was any jobs at the radio station, whatever, whatever. And no, no bullshit, man. Sam got nose to nose. I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> I was so very uncomfortable but he talked to me like I was a little bitch man and he was like are you telling me you gonna quit your comedy show to make sure a radio show is on he just going he basically telling me follow my dream right right it's bumpy now but follow your dream yeah but he was sunning the shit out of me man wow. right. and I just felt small <laughs> you right. know what I'm saying hey. Hey. But shout hey. out to Sam Silk, man. Shout out to Sam. Yeah, he keep you on track, man. He's a good guy, man. Yeah. Shout I mean, sometimes we need reality checks like that. Yeah. I mean, as, as a comic myself, sometimes, you, you know, like when you feel like you want to give it up or why am I doing this, something or somebody will happen and you'll be like, that's why I'm doing this. Yeah. Right. Because they, they, they straight check you. Like, again, like my thing is like when, when you're on a path and bad things happen, I don't look at it like the devil trying to get me. I look at it as like God saying, are you sure this is what you want? Right. Like you just said, we talked about earlier. Like, yeah, you right. know, when you ask for courage, he puts you in a position to be courageous. Yeah. Right. right. So that's how I look at it, man. So when you meet those obstacles, I'd be like, thanks for the for the confirmation. Right. It's All right. Obstacle if I'm moving. 
So here, here go my question. This is for like the Cleveland area. Like, do you think? Well, you said D Hawk started a movement, yeah. but why do you think that people don't support people like they do in this area? Is, do you think it's this area or it's just this entertainment field? Period. Like, why people don't support like they, you know, like they could or should? Why do you think that is? You want the truth? I want the truth. This, this is Midnight Paco. We, yeah, we speak the truth what we here. Do here. Let the church say amen. Amen. It's uh, biblical, man. Yeah. It's biblical. A prophet is not appreciated in his own home. Mm. He's not. Bone Thugs in, that, in, in Harmony, for example. Mm, they Reese. went all the way to L.A. And right. they was like, fight or flight. Nigga, no. we. They went well, pure faith. They took a big leap of faith. Right. But they had they went all the way across town to do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah he was and talking then they came about back. that. So, yeah. like, you even look at biblical stuff. It's Jesus of Nazareth, not Jesus in Nazareth. He left and came back or whatever. You know what I mean? Right, like, right, right. So it's like that, man. It's like, and then and then you look at the people who you grew up with. They're a part of who you become. Right. So you really can't tell them your story because they were part of the story. <laughs> right. 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 So you take what you learn and then you go across to, you go to Youngstown or you go to well other city and they know you strictly for your craft. Right. And it's just a different appreciation. Big, big difference. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So, um. That's what I think it is. Like, people, one thing that bothers me, man, people say, my family don't support, my family ain't shit, and they start, stop talking to family members. Family ain't supposed to support. Right. They they was, you know what I mean? They, yeah. they helped you become who you are. They're not supposed to support you. Strangers supposed to support you. Oh, people right. are all like, I live with that. I grew up with that. I've been around that. Yeah, you, you know, know what I mean? I, I, I help you build who you are. I'm a part of your story. Right, right. I'm not to support. I'm yeah. a part of the fabric. 100%. That's a different way of looking at it because I actually felt the opposite. I'm like, you should be supporting me. <laughs> no. I don't ask any of my family members to show up. Mm. I never I never do. If they want to, that's fine. I love them for sure. They already know. But I don't I don't rely on that. That's definitely a different take. No, I'm glad you said that. that. That's a different take on that. They, and it makes you hustle more too. Yeah. Now I gotta convince people I don't even know who I am. Yeah. You know? Gene, you go ahead, you can go. <laughs> yeah, you say. Are you going? All right, All right man. man. All right, be safe. I Shut up, baby. Yeah. Hey, you too, right, baby. No worries. Be safe going. You know, five oh around this bitch. Yeah. But uh Yeah. So so I mean, and I'm glad you said that because that gives me a different perspective because I'm thinking like you know, but you saying that's the that's the steel that a part of the steel that sharpened you. Yeah. Right. It made you who you are. Now that they made you know, they formed you, share yourself with the world because you've are, we've already did our part. Yeah. That's what you leave the nest. You gotta gotta leave the nest, man. Um I feel like everybody should, you know, at a certain age just Crap their pants and jump in the lake. Like, you know right, what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Go yeah. for it. You know what I mean? No, that's, that's a, that's this, a good... old cat, this older cat told me, he said, at the end of it, when it's all said and done, you don't even know who you buried next to. Ooh. Mm, Go deep. for it. Why not? Because you don't. You don't know. Yeah. You don't know who nope. you are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, probably, you, you probably don't you care bought, either. You bought a lot. Unless you bought a lot and, you, you know. Think you, but that don't mean nothing. You're right. All of a sudden, that never could have been sold, right. canceled, yeah. put yeah. you in the goddamn swamp. <laughs> so, you know, just um, just little tidbits like that, man, you know, keep me motivated. Um, right. We got the show coming up uh, September 24th, forgot to mention. There you go. At the next okay. show. Every month at the B-Side, we've been selling out every month. At the okay. B side, in the Cleveland Heights uh, yeah. area, everybody Coventry, Cleveland Heights. If you're in the Cleveland, Ohio area, on the B side, you said every Sunday or every other Sunday. Every no, every every third Sunday of the month. Every okay. third every, Sunday of the month. month, once on the a Sunday. month. Okay. Yeah, once a month. On the B side, uh, can you plug that in? Yeah, I'll, I'll, you have the flyer out. I'll send it to you. Okay, because I'll, yeah. I'll pop that baby up right here yeah, if I yeah, can. I'll send it to you. I got to. Uh, Is that you and Gene or just you? Yeah, me and Gene, we've been doing a um, we did a summer comedy series. So we did a, a three a three uh, comedy series, three show comedy series, uh, June, July, and August. Dope. And each time we did better and better, and we was able to record it. Uh, we're gonna put it out on digital platforms like Tubi and stuff like that. Okay. Nice. Um, and b the biggest thing for me is I was able to uh, uh, put other comedians on stage right. and get them camera time. Yeah. Nice. And really, and and uh, shout out to Hype Squad Media. 
the way they set the cameras up was so dope, man. Like, it looked like the professional professional. Oh, they got good shots. Yeah, and all oh, man, it's nice, man. I can show y'all some stuff now. Yeah, man. Talk, yeah. talk about that, man. I mean, because you already, like, it ain't like you talking, like, and you haven't been on Tubi before. Yeah. Right. Like, have you been, have you had, a, is there any other projects where people can find you? I'm just working and developing stuff, man. Like, one, one thing I can tell people, man, you need a team. Mm-hmm. As big as your idea is, and as much as you think you can do each part of it, right? You don't consider we don't consider time as a factor. Right? Yeah, you, you know what I mean. Like Shit. sometimes you, you know, time is a big factor, man. Absolutely. If you can get three people to do nine things total, is one is better than one person doing nine things. 100%, Absolutely. You know, hundred percent. So yeah. now we, we're still building and you know reconfiguring everything, but it's gonna be up now, man. Like as, for me, the train already left the station. Okay. My, one of my fears is, right. you know, I stop doing this and I become the guy who used to be Spike Lee. Mm. You know so, what I'm so, so Spike Lee, in addition to your comedy and your and your, uh, your youth mentoring, because that's what it is, it's like a youth mentoring. Like, what what are some other things that you are you uh, open to, like sitcoms and yeah. writing or yeah. you know, let, talk about that a little bit. Like, you know, what what else is I mean, interesting? Shit, his life could be a sitcom, honestly. Yeah, but but you know, your but, life could too, and mine could, but I may not be interested in. So, is it what right, right. what what is it that you? Like willing to do or share your talent, like like I, I grew up, hip, I'm pure hip hop man, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm real, you know, uh, golden era hip hop with the storytellers, right? You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, Ice Cube can tell a story about once in some the time of the projects, and then he writes, you know, are we there yet? You right, know what right, I mean? like, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm from the storytellers era, man. So, um, and and then I learned uh, video production, and that was documentary film. Okay. So I love to hear stories. So I'm all about doing. We can do sitcoms, man. We can do short films, uh, feature links, music videos, whatever. Um, I'm an editor. I got my degree in graphic design. Right. Dope. You know what I mean. So I'm all about the visuals and stuff like that. Re- so that's, reason why I ask because you got some comedians that just will say and they'll tell you, "I just want to do my comedy." <laughs> yeah. He keeps talking about me. I just look. I just want to do my comedy. Come back to it. Look. My whole purpose was to get into this was to do comedy. Now I wasn't saying I didn't want to do anything else. This motherfucking movie show. I'm just not trying to audition. Yeah, I am. I got a part that was dope, but Javon just gave it to me. It was one of those things where I got put into the part. He asked me because I played the role. I didn't audition for nothing. You know what I mean? I'm just you don't like to audition. I just wasn't, that wasn't one of my things. I just wanted to do the comedy. You know what I mean? It I never do my comedy. And I said, if a part rolled up and it was just perfect and I didn't have to, eh, okay, I'll do it. But I'm just not like, I, I didn't get into it to be an actor. That's what it was. I got into it to do comedy. That's why he talks shit all the time. Then you got to figure different genres of comedy. You got stand up, you got improv. 100%. You, got, you know what I mean? Yeah. One of my goals is to, um, is to really, uh, Kind of redo what um, Ken Ivory Wayans did. Keenan, shout out oh, Keenan, shout out Robert Townsend, yeah. all those Robert cats. Townsend, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, I, I really think we can we can do that, man. We like, got the talent here in the, in the land we alone. Got, we, we got way oh. too much quality talent. Are you kidding me? Way too me? much, man. It, the, the best is because you could see people and how they could play certain roles, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's just way too much talent, The man. problem is, is getting everyone together. You know who I want to see do a, 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 a movie, man? Just just be in the movie at some point? G.W. Nail. Oh, yeah. Shout out to G.W. I want to see G.W. Man, I love that lady, man. Some, some people call her man. the Cleveland's own Roseanne. Oh, yeah, she got to be. That, she, or or uh, what's that, Melissa, who plays in the... <laughs> Melissa, so she plays in that movie, uh, fucking um, Identity Theft. You ever see Identity? Oh, um, <laughs> what's her name? I know you're talking about. I can make her name. I know you're talking about. Yeah, Identity Theft or whatever the case. She's, she's we're like, gonna look it up and we're gonna pop it in. No, I, I need uh, Melissa something. Uh, yeah, but she's she's another like. Yeah, she, no, she's hilarious. Identity Theft. Hilarious. Yeah, it's hilarious. Just yeah. calm. She could play those type of roles. No, yeah, she's definitely nails them. I love her. Yeah, she, Lady she, Giblets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to G. Now, absolutely. Yeah, she's gonna be on the show. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, so, 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 basically, like as far as the entertainment realm, you, you, you willing to do skits and do yeah. some writing and, yeah. um, yeah. like if you could, if you could wave a magic wand, 
what, what, uh, uh, let me put it a magic realistic one mm -hmm. what would you what would Spike Lou be doing like right now right now um, as far as projects yeah as far as you know uh, we can do something like Uptown Saturday Night <laughs> well that's with Bill Cosby and Sidney Poitier yeah. because it's enough of us man it's, it's enough of us to be uh, everybody can be a role player. Yeah. Like you look at, um, I want to say Lil Duval and T.I. and them. Mm -hmm. They got a movie coming out. I don't know if it dropped yet, but they got this movie coming out. And it's basically, you got Desi Banks. Shout out to Desi Banks. I met Desi uh, Banks once. Uh, all all of the internet. The I, new up and coming yeah, comics. Like a, yeah, yeah. I met, uh, just a quick shout out, man. I was able to meet uh, Wallow. Shout out to Wallow. Shout out to Wallow. I was able to meet Wallow, man. It was a blessing. And he put me on the phone with Desi Banks. Dope. Nice. Yeah, that was a blessing, man. I was, yeah, I was like, we starstruck, man. That was wonderful. I love it. But, uh, but yeah, but they got this movie going. So I just look at it like the same with us, man. Like they took people that they knew. And they created a plot. They created, a, you know what I mean. And they just mm -hmm. plug everybody in. Right. I feel like we can do that too. Absolutely, oh, man. Because the, yeah. the talent is definitely here, and everybody can get they, they you know, their little individual shine on. You know, yeah. people. Shout out to people that have been doing that because I, I feel oh, like yeah. I feel like uh, Keenan is one of those. Yeah, but he yeah. did it mostly his family, and, and ain't no pun against that. That's dope. That's uh, the beauty of it. He yeah. Didn't have, he didn't have to look no further. Right. Yeah. He, he probably right. looked at family like. I'll be right back. Right. Camera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, on top of that, yeah. Ice Cube. Oh, yeah. I'll be right yeah. back. Ice Cube did that. Yeah. Uh, before that, before Ice Cube, Spike Lee did too. Spike mm -hmm. Lee, I mean, it wasn't comedians, but it was like he kept a certain amount of people employed. He fed a lot yeah. of families with his yeah. movies, and you saw all the familiar faces. The thing in about being movies. a filmmaker, which, which, is so, which is so deep about being a filmmaker, People have to believe in you first. Absolutely. Right. Before anything. Mm -hmm. When Mars Blackman, he said, I want to be Mars Blackman. And he was a, a um, respectfully, he was a nobody in the industry. Right. And these people had to believe in him. Right. And say, okay, I rock with you. And of course, he'll pay him or whatever. But right. you had to believe in it. Because if folks had to uh, rehearse and move around their schedule and all this for this no-name guy mm. who wants to do this movie. This yeah. That, that's that's what So you it's see. all about relationships, man. Yeah. That's when you see things. Because me being a part of this one, it was like, yeah, you know, I never did lines. I never prepared to do mm. a role. You know what I mean? So I, the way I did it was just record it and listen to it all day long in my head. And mm. I knew kind of where it was. But when I got there, I knew my lines. But then you got to act and do all that other shit. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's just, it's a whole different other round. You got to yeah. believe in that person's it, vision. It's a process. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Spike Lee had uh, something inside of his mind. Right. And the relationship he had with those people, they right. allowed to what it came from his mind to go in their minds. And, yeah. they, and it grew. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it continued to grow. So, the, so, you know? The beautiful thing is you don't need, like, like my mom, my uh, example is Clerks. You ever seen Clerks? Yeah. Minimal people, minimal places. It, like, wasn't that in black and white too? It was yeah, still, yeah it was and it was white. in black and white. Yeah. yeah, it's just what you can do mm -hmm. with minimal with minimal tools. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yep. It's just one of those things I always keep in mind. Hence the Midnight Paco podcast, and that speaks to great writing too. Hundred percent. It was yeah. all about dialogue. Yeah, it was mostly. all about dialogue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so, so, so basically. For Spike Lou, we we can expect big things, skits, Dude, movies. I'm just getting started, man. Which is dope. I'm, listen, man. I'm y'all don't. I, I'm just getting started, man. And when I say that, I mean that as far as comedy, I mean that as far as mentoring, as far as helping the kids, helping the youth, helping the community. I'm just getting started, bro. If I'm right. doing these video, doing these videos. <laughs> right? Yeah. Y'all gonna see, man. Y'all gonna see. Yeah. Y'all gonna see. That's dope. I'm <laughs> just be honest with you, man. Yeah. So, because the people rock with me. Yeah. I can right now, dude. I like right now. I can hit up comedians, whether they're no name necessarily, no names, or they're legendary. I can hit them right now. Yeah, that's and that's and dope. That's a big thing. I, we talk about it all yeah. the time. That's the superpower, you know, networking and and, and being. Just good, good person, and, and, and you know, cool people, and having that connection, man. People you know, do a lot. You, of you know what? And, and I, let me just say this, and, and this is no no pun against nobody. Like people really gotta check their egos, man. Yeah. Right. Check your egos. You know why can I? Why why when I call national touring comedians, they pick up on the first ring, 
And I can't get a call back from Spike Lou. <laughs> <laughs> Spike Lou don't answer my call. Uh, I'm just using that example, man. Yeah, Look, yeah. you see Spike Lou's here, so you know I'm just fucking around. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, people got to check their egos, man, because we all trying. We all out here doing it. We see each other all the time. All the time. We're we, we playing the same stages. Same stages. And it's like, it's certain people, you know, I've been told no. And I'm like, you telling me no. But Spike Lou came and said yes, like, and you, you ain't even there yet. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, right, right, right. Spike Lou did my show. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you telling me no? You said uh, uh, it's it's. It, we, I've explained this to him. It's because look, we're young in the game. I know. You know, we we go around with with our our merch, our you know our, our shirts, us on our our shirts. Our Cordell's Rest Fresh shirts. I wear my Justin Fuller shirt. Justin Fuller shirts, you know. It's tough, man. People people look at things like that, and it's, you know, they get over it. It's all good. You know? I mean, we all trying to do the same thing, you that, know. That's the thing. I just like comedy, man. That's that's the beautiful thing I like to see is different different perspectives. We're all, nobody's talking about much of the stuff I'm talking about. Yeah. No. If, if, you, if you can say some of the silly shit that comes into this head... Good luck. Good. I don't. I don't understand when people click up, like on a on a comedy scene. That's the weirdest thing to me. Man. It, it happens like though. Open mics. You see, like you literally see a group. They over there. They don't like them. Like, but first of all, none of y'all funny. Right. First of all, I roast every. Listen, man. Let me tell you about me, man. I will roast everybody, man, except my little sister. But I roast. I roasted my grandson the other day. He deserves it. He deserves it. coming. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand, man. No. Nah. So I, I hate to see that when these cats be, oh man, I don't rock with such and such and this and woo woo. Like both of y'all stupid. Stupid. Yeah, that, that's crazy. I know. No, that, that's truly crazy. Especially at this part of the game. In my opinion, I feel like it's etiquette to it. Like it's etiquette to it. You should, you know, stay in your lane. Right. As far as this thing, this this game go, and you know, just be humbled and. And honored that you know that's you know that the Spike Lou is on my show. Bam, you know what I'm saying. That's what I'm talking about. First of all, I appreciate the respect and all that, man. But you keep making it seem like I'm Michael Jackson or something. Hey, no, man. man. I, just, I appreciate. Listen, I, listen. My future self is gonna love this because my present self don't think I'm as big as y'all making me. Well, we look, we look at it like this. My future self appreciates this, man. Thank you. <laughs> we, we, we look at it like this. We came into the game young, obviously, but he he was told who to link up with, and yeah. everybody has has done nothing but show us love and respect. Yeah, basically. And, and our goal within our own podcast was is to pump up all of these Cleveland comics that are around the scene that are that are dope. Yeah, dope. You know what I mean? And, it's not a big platform. We're we're, we're make, trying to make it bigger, but anybody that's listening is gonna know who you are and, and what you're about, and they hear your story. Now, now they that, now they can match a face. Yeah, because they heard your name before. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah it's, me. it's, me. it's not like you haven't been around this this area. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's it's pregame. We heard everybody knows everybody around here, so everybody knows your name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but <laughs> in addition to that, you know, you know, you travel. You've been yeah. other places, so Bam. it's like... Yeah. And, like, this is the only... Yeah, this ain't the only area that you perform at, so... No, yeah. man, like, the thing about comedy, man, like, um, and it goes back to you asking me about, asking me about mentoring. Um, comedy and tragedy are right next to each other. Mm, right. Two yeah. sides of the same coin. Mm. Yeah. So, um, something could be so tragic. Like, I, you know, I make jokes about... Um, the kids, you know, I'm not talking about things that they can't do. That they, you know, can't read. A lot of them can't read an analog clock. Mm. You know, things they're not cursive. Right, cursive. Yeah. You know. Well, that's just a failure. That's weird. System, but the fact man. is, that's not funny. Nah. It's not. That's that's horrible. Like, you know what I mean? I talk about. Uh, I say this. Uh, it's in my album. I say a young lady was uh, 14 years old in the sixth grade. Had a baby in the movie theater and named the baby Matinee. <laughs> 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 but Yo, that's sad. Like, it's sad, that's, but that's, it, it sounds like a reality. It's like a reality, you know. Yeah, you can go visit it at twelve forty-five, three fifteen. Real, real, real quick, you mentioned your album. You got an album out? Yeah, I got an album out. Spike Lou. I mean, seriously. Okay. Yeah. How long is that? It's only about fifteen. Minutes. It's like a fifteen-minute set. I did. Okay. How long? How long ago did you release that? Twenty nineteen. Okay. Yeah. So the Midnight Pocket Podcast brought to you in part by the Acumen Paralegal Services. Help you help yourself the legal way. 
The services that they offer is they help with documents that need to be typed, guardianships, probate, divorce, wills and trusts, complaints, business organization, financial planning, and legal research and writing. Go ahead and give them a call at 216-727-0049 or 216-456-2000. Michelle White will get you right. Any other projects that, you, that people need to, if they want to look up Spike Lou, what are some things they need to they need to look up? Look up a good media team and tell them to hit me up so we can pull this shit. I got a whole, listen man, I'm be honest, I got a gang of t- content on my hard drive. I got a gang of stuff. I can drop an album right now. Oh, nice. Like literally tonight, I, I got enough on my hard drive. But I want to I wanna do it correctly. And because of that, I've been procrastinating and time has passed. Yes. So if y'all know anybody who's willing to do digital marketing, I got a great formula and we can get some money. Like it's been working for me, but right. it can work even better. This is so a graphic designer talking about video marketing. Look, yeah, yeah, check, check this out. But, but in addition to that, he has an album. He also has Mama Lulu's tour. Yep. He's doing a show. September. At, September 24th right at the B-side. Every month at the B-side, man. Just check the calendar. I, I'm blocked. Uh, September, October, November, and December. The December show is called the You Ain't Getting Shit for Christmas comedy show. <laughs> so we we going to turn it up, man. I'm for real. We That's dope. It. Follow me everywhere. Uncle Lou 216. Uncle L-O-U 216. Follow me, man. I'm standing right here. That's there dope. Is, hey, yo, Jay, where they can find you at, bro? You can follow me at Justin Fuller Comedy on Instagram, people. I am the underscore great underscore C-O-R-E-E. That's where you can find me. Or you can find us both at the Midnight Paco Podcast. Uh, what the suck? What? <laughs> At the Midnight Paco Podcast on Instagram.com or you can you know, that's where you can find us both. Hey, I wanna thank Spike Lou again 100%. for coming through. Appreciate Shout out Got you. Got great on, episode, brother. my brother. Thank you for coming sir. through. Thank man. you very much. Thank you. Hey, that's a dope shirt he got on too. That's oh, shit. Hey, I got the Midnight Paco Podcast shirt on, man. Dope. Oh. I gotta wear it again because enough ain't pe- enough people ain't seen me just yet. That's I right. I'm gonna be out here fresh, man. And my Word. birthday tomorrow. Shout out to all the Virgos. Yeah. Happy birthday, Spike hey, Lou. Listen, man, Virgos are something special. Like, I'm going to be honest with you, especially September Virgos. We some, I don't know what it is. My daddy, dog. But, I mean, you can run a list of September Virgos, man. And we we real special people, man. Yeah, Shout out to that. Shout out to those Virgos. Big Don Fuller. <laughs> Peace out. Hey. Hey, it's, a, it's a dad birthday tomorrow, right? Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Big Don Fuller, man. Yeah, Big Don. My birthday twin, man. Shout out to you, brother. And you said Easy E, too, right? And Easy E. Easy motherfucking E, man. Oh. September 7th, man. Bam, bam, bam. I'm telling you, September Virgos is something special. I'm telling you, man. Word. All my faves. All my faves. Look at that. Nice. Good Peace. Shit, All right. Midnight Podcast. Midnight Podcast. Midnight, 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 midnight. Midnight Paco Midnight Paco Podcast Midnight Paco Midnight Paco Podcast